What's up, people? What's up, people? What's up, people? Now, I'm just taking this time out of this great, magnificent episode of the Products of Public School Education podcast just to speak to my people who are interested in joining the podcasting space. I know there are a couple of questions that you all, that you guys want to know. Like, how do I edit? Is there a way to broadcast this live? How do I record an episode in general? And how do I get my show on all apps or as many apps as possible? Not only talking about Stitcher, not only talking about Google Podcasts, not only Apple Podcasts, but all of them in general. And the truth of the matter is, honestly, how do you make money? How do you make money as quickly as possible? And honestly, those other apps are great. I mean, especially Spotify. Some might even say Google Podcasts is a great one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I might even frequent other podcasting platforms, but for the truth of the matter, there's only one podcasting platform that I trust to release my podcast on, and that's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, editing, and broadcasting your podcast, and it's 100% free. It's 100% free. All you have to do is make an account and get on it start it's ridiculously easy to use and ludicrously easy to use some might even say rem somebody somebody might even say i can't even think of another word that to describe how easy it is to use but stupendously easy to use that's a good one all right i'm gonna use that one and now anchor can match you with great sponsors sponsors for people who make not safe for work content Safe for work content, family oriented content, children oriented content, murder mystery content, horror content, or even just pure comedic content, and all of the above. They'll help curate your sponsors specifically for you. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to make money as fast as possible right away? Not even a couple episodes into the podcast and space, you can already be paired up with different sponsors and that's one of the things that I'm doing right now by reading you this ad so right now if you're interested in starting a podcast don't waste any more time it's all about consistency which is something over here you know we're proud of some public school education for a reason we ain't the best but we try to be but if you want to start a podcast go ahead and download the app right now or if you're on your desktop go to anchor.fm forward slash start this anchor dot fm forward slash start back from our hiatus back from our hiatus we don't do one take one so if you guys welcome to another episode of the products of public school education podcast sorry we've been i guess mia for a couple of weeks now but had some troubles with my computer just finally got them fixed today so you know we had to go ahead and drop y'all with some heat i'm one half of your host for this episode rooster y'all already know what time it is call me rooster because i crow on the roof wake up in the morning all day how you doing today sam man what's up podcast fam just chilling just chilling man just trying to make it through this make through this semester really (laughs) i got you man what about the semester killing you, man? What about the semester hurting you? I'll say this right now. I don't even know what, I, what I'm supposed to know from back in week one. 
man, I'm just hitting left, submit, left and right. As long as it's before 11.59 on Sunday, I'm good. I can't, man, I can't do it no more. I got you, man. I got you. Hey, man, get it how you live. As long as you get up out of there, you feel me? Up and out. Up and out. That's all I need. That's all I need. Like, like a goody mob said, like Outcast said, you gotta get up and get out and do something. You hear me? Man, I'm speaking of that. Go ahead, get it. Didn't you say? Didn't you say? Uh, uh, the tackle was this Nas in his uh, in his latest thing. Oh yeah, I do have a theory. Well, it ain't even a theory, man. It's a re. It, some people say it's a reach, but man, the. Some of the, the clues they're clear as day, man. They both Queens rappers. Well, you got something against it? You got a rebuttal? Or do you you agree with me, Whitney? Oh, for I y'all mean, that for y'all that don't know, podcast listeners, we had this. We were talking about this in our group chat about Lil Tech or possibly dissing Nas. I think he is dissing Nas. He done threw two jabs at him, in my opinion. If you if you know a lot about Nas, then you'll know what I'm talking about. But go ahead, say what you gotta say, Zoe. I mean, not Zoe saying. My thing is this. I don't I don't I don't know if it was intentionally, it probably was. But my thing is them two different generations, like how old is Lil Tech anyway? Lil Tech is nineteen. They two you know different generations, saying? but I don't mean he don't know about them because they both. I mean, they don't, I mean, that don't mean he don't know about them, of course, but I mean like They from the same neighborhood, family. like like the way I look at it, they from the same neighborhood. Even if he like shoot ten ge- generation removed, man. If your parents from that neighborhood, then they gonna put you on the other rappers from that neighborhood. You know? I mean, I, I I I could I could see from both points. I could see like, hey, you talking about dissonating your music, but you ain't did nothing for the neighborhood and from the same hood. You know what I'm saying? But that's a stretch yeah. for me. Nah, nah, that one, that ain't, that ain't the diss, bro. The real, the, the most solid diss I have, and y'all listen to the podcast, y'all can go look for yourself. On his, the um the cover art for his single, Royal Rumble, Lil Tecca's single, Rumble, Royal Rumble. I'm sorry, those two R's back to back, they gonna, they gonna kill me every time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, on the uh, cover art for that single, it, there's a statue knocked over on the cover of it and it's like people in the background they all going crazy but the statue is a statue that has the world is yours on it on the on the world globe and if you go to his um his recent ep slash album that came out after the single royal warmble came out which is virgo virgo world or something like that you see the statue clearer but it's farther away like it's smaller on the uh, the cover of the album than it is on the single cover but if you look at it, if you know anything about hip hop, especially Nas, his on his big music video for "The World Is Yours." See, if he just had a song named "World Is Yours" and he had it on a statue, that's different. But in his music video, Nas's music video, "The World Is Yours," there was a statue or a globe that had "The World Is Yours" going across the screen on it. And in Tekka's Kyle he knocked the fucking statue over. Now, you do it there what you want. Both of them Queens rappers. And Tekka also had recently on um, one feature that he had on the Internet Money song. I forget the name of it, but it's like a slower, slower paced song. But he had a album. T- he had a, God, he had a feature talking about rappers claiming they from. Well, you didn't want to claim me when I was coming up from Queens or something like that. But now you want to claim me. 
So basically, it was saying rappers didn't want to claim, claim young niggas when they was coming up from Queens, I guess, because they probably have a different rap style. But now they want to claim me. So now, now they want to reach out to me. That's what he said. So I think, like, Tech or Blue Wolf, Nas wanted to reach out to him. But Nas would probably, like, a lot of old heads that were talking shit about the young cats. I ain't saying I'm gonna take a sign. I'm just saying the, the the clear the clear signs of a beef if there if you if you pay if you paying attention to it, it's there it's there. How you feel about it, Sam? Everybody telling me it's a reach, but I think it's I think it's well within reach, so to speak. <coughs> I, I can uh. Like I said, man, it's a reach for me, bro. I just, I just can't see it. But I understand where you're coming from, though. It's just the reach for me. You hear me? I say, I got you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, but I mean, it, it might be, that might be it, man. Man, it, the, if you, if you open your mind to it, the, uh, it's clear as day, but if you, if you kind of iffy about it, then you won't be sold off of just that. But the statue, the people tearing the statue down in Africa, like I said, is the biggest indicator for me. It's like, bro, no other, there's no other statue in New York City, in comic books in general. The only statue that kind of resembles that statue is the one from Superman, the uh, Metro, Metropolis statue, but it has Metropolis on it. It doesn't have the word, it's your words on it. That's the only statue I can think of that looks like that from fiction or anything. So, I mean, that's why I was drawing the clear signs. I mean, it might be a statue of uh, another statue like that somewhere, but I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. But, conspiracy theories aside, let's go ahead and hop into one of our topics that we're going to introduce to the podcast, when, especially when Zoe hops on too. But this one that we test ran and it, it seemed very, very good. We're basically find we go down a rabbit hole of twitter antics on the on the let's so let's just say more melanated side of twitter and pull or not even pull but react to some tweets that people have said and we just tell y'all how wild they are on the scale from one to ten or scale to from one to infinity anything like that and we just give our reactions on it so go ahead and get uh jump into the first tweet if you don't mind from me so i mean not so sad Man. Give me a good one. Give us a good one. Especially if this is the first time. Give us a good one, please. Alright. Is it bad? If, oh my god. <laughs> is it bad if I'm willing to suck somebody to get the financial lay off just to get my paperwork done? These things take their sweet time, but I'm really about to transfer. <laughs> man, look. This is male or female? Well, I guess it don't matter. <laughs> It don't. I don't, I don't know, but you know. Um, it's anonymous. What school is from? No, it actually happened. Oh, okay. They in Virginia with it. <laughs> um, I actually get their point because it's been. I ain't gonna say I would. You know what I'm saying? Suck some, but it's been teachers, or professors, especially. In, in a university that I would have performed Felicia on to get a good grade for sure but that's also because I'm a nasty person so I understand them on that maybe they're just a nasty person too 
How you feel I ain't gonna lie. Man? I wouldn't go that far, but let me tell you something. Them financial aid offices, man, they slow everywhere. I ain't, I ain't, say, I ain't say I would suck something. I said, hey, I would perform fellatio. That's it. Hey, male or female, that's it. That's it. But I ain't giving head enough for male. But for female, just, I don't want to knock, I don't want to yuck anybody young, but for me, definitely, I would perform fellatio woman or a person of the opposite gender especially to get a good grade looks aside fuck looks I don't give a fuck I'm nasty <coughs> would you do it though with all that aside would you do it uh-uh. I, just, I just can't see myself doing that man I understand I understand you know what I'm saying everybody ain't built like me you a different breed, sir. I try to be. I try to be. Um, okay, from a scale, what are we gonna get this a scale from? On a scale from one to I said a Jerome is in the I'm house. I'm gonna give it a seven. Martin, what you got? I'm gonna say a seven because it's related. You know what I'm saying? It's wild, but it's related. Alright. Yeah. From from a scale from one to Jerome is in the house, I give this a um uh, I get us a Jerome's in the house, the highest it can get. Yeah, cause this ain't like some Jerome's in the house type shit. Some Jerome. I said Jerome's in the house. Alright, let go, let go with another one. Let's hit the people with another one one time. Man, alright, hold on. Goodness gracious, they been going off, man. Go ahead and read it. And we probably might get one more after this one that he read off to y'all. You get it, sir? I ain't getting nothing right now. It's just like crash on me. Boy, your uh, Twitter crash on you? Well, your Twitter crash on you. Let me go ahead and pull mine up then. Oh, yeah, Okay, okay. I, I had this guy friend who was super friendly and he tried to flirt with me and I told him I find him ugly. Now every time I try to speak to him, he just either ignores me or is highly rude to me. <laughs> so they were, were they good friends before he tried to holler or what? Or they it just say they were friends. They just said there was a guy friend, that's all. Hmm, we gotta see first off. But more than likely in college, though, they probably just met in college. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, because a lot of females get to college. And, yeah, they have got friends, you know what I'm saying? We have, anybody has a friend of the opposite gender, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's regular. But, I mean, a lot of times people think just because somebody speaks to them every day, that's their friend, you know what I'm saying? He could have just been the type to speak to her every day. Ask how she doing probably the first couple weeks of the semester now that it's getting deep into it, you know what I'm saying? It's getting close to cuffing season. He was he he thought it was time to shoot his shot. Now she thought it was friends, but little did she know. Well ain't even little did she know. She was just being naive and he was bro just trying to get shoot his shot, man. He was that's what he was doing from the get go. He was setting up the basket. He was setting up the screen. He was setting up the screen. He missed his shot. He ain't gotta set it up no more here. The opportunity done passed. That's how I feel about it. How you feel about it, Sam? I feel like there was some kind of like 
misunderstanding in the situation. Like she might see him as a guy friend, but she probably not giving off them vibes that he is a guy friend. You know what I'm saying? I see, I see. Uh, I really just be chilling. I ain't really looking for a relationship, so it ain't really affecting me. But I see how females act. They say they try to get you to buy them this and that. I'm like, what? Nah, but this don't even say that because this sound like this seem like buying shit is like some but, good but, friend but, shit. But, but, but I'm saying though, like females, they ask for all that other other type of uh, person that's with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I understand what you're saying, but we ain't talking about what people are asking about. Yeah, we talking about what bro was to us. You know what I'm saying? We actually, we talking about what bro was to us. Yeah, we are, everybody understand. We ain't got to this like any time on the podcast. I, you know, I'm saying certain people of either sex, whether male or female, be wanting the other gender to go above and beyond. Hey, I should been in on that. We can hop back into it when our three of us on one day. But go ahead, man. Explain though. Explain it though. On the topic though. I feel like she was rude. You feel, <laughs> like, you feel like she was rude. I feel like she was rude, and he was like, you know what, bam. Because at that point in time, it just looked, he didn't want to be your friend. He just wanted, he wanted something more. And if he can't have that, what's the purpose of trying to be in a friendship with you? Ah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Shoot, like I said, man, he, he was trying to shoot the shot from the beginning. He wasn't trying to be his friend. That, that she was, he was trying to be her friend. As if if they how it was if they were just like those type of friends like if you walk in the class you say hey you ask how it was going and stuff but she just said they were friends she didn't say good friend. she didn't say good friend or bestie or nothing like that so I don't I can't really take it off there if she just saying friend no friend I'm just giving going off of the basic understanding of what a friend could possibly be that's all I'm getting to especially like you know what I'm saying they just but I understand what you're saying though with the um with the females be asking so much of uh of a dude. Oh yeah, oh they, yeah, uh, that's get a good relationship. Know, yeah, but you know how some they just call you a friend, but it's like but it ain't nothing but just like a high or buy, you know what I'm saying? From yeah. day to day. Yeah, well we earlier were you talking about like a female to call you her friend if you bought something from her or what? Just to get just nah, to clarify. Uh, so I had this little situation. Where actually this female I did have a crush on her. But see, she used that to her advantage. Cause I'm a relatively nice guy. So she didn't have a car. She so she would ask for a ride to go. And you know, cookout was a state. They called me by one o'clock in the morning. Talk about some cookout. You know what I'm saying? And she got like a very soft voice. Uh-huh. That's my weakness. It's a very soft voice. She say my name. I love saying you might set yourself up to make it sound like you was out here, you was out here being emotionally vulnerable and like a female. Yeah, nah, but it, you know, it I already know what you about to say. You about to say she she hit you up a couple of times to take her to cookout, and you took her because well she used her feminine ways to get what she wanted. Yeah, but but I mean, real talk, you know me, man. I'm, I joke around, but I'm just a nice person. 
I understand you're a nice person. That's why I already know where this is going to go. You, you thought y'all were good friends until one day she stopped hitting your ass. So well, I already know what you're about to say. Well, nah, it was just until she started uh, asking me to do something. I'm like, why don't you get your other, you know what I'm saying, your other boys to do that for you? know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because now it started becoming frequently, you know? And I was just like, yeah, don't, don't. Don't do that. Now, what really got me was she got. I asked her. Uh, I had bought her something, some whatever she was crying, whatever. And so I bought. It wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing serious, like no money, like that. Man, I bought this girl something, and she she ain't do nothing in the other dude bed. But she slept in another dude bed. I like. Man, I know you didn't think y'all were talking. No, it wasn't that. I was just like. Nigga, if you gonna go sleep with this nigga, he could've bought you the doggone milkshake. <laughs> That's what I would heard about. I yeah. said I wasted money to buy you a milkshake. This nigga could've bought you a milkshake. That was the main thing, nigga. Yeah. I was like, that nigga said going out bad. That nigga said I'm going out bad, bro. Let me tell you something, nigga. Them milkshake, I don't even think they got half off milkshakes no more, son. Man, that milkshake cost me about five, six, four dollars. Man, what? I said, yeah. I was hurt. I got my four dollars back this week. I don't blame you, bro. All right, going back on topic though. Going back on topic, getting off of Sam simping ways. Oh, you gonna do like this? Back on topic. What you give? What you give this tweet from a scale of one to ten? Oof. I don't give it. I give about a. I give about a one. It's just every day. It's everyday stuff to me. Yeah, I give about. Yeah, I give about. Jessica, Jessica, Brett did stick to his guns. And then fall down the simp rabbit hole. I give it a three. I give it a three. Because he said, nah, I ain't about to be simp. And I give it a three. But yeah, man, shoot. I, you you got you see any other ones on there that's really good? Or if not, we're going to hop right into the topic. No, they been kind of kind of chill lately. Kind of what? Kind of chill, you know. You know, they start putting on these restrictions and stuff with COVID going around. Oh, yeah. So, it, it, ain't like they, it ain't like they can get really wild, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Well, shoot, man, let's hop right on into it. You can introduce the topic, man. You already know what time it is. I don't really care. Let's go ahead and go. Let's dive into this juicy Boy, burger. We got oh. prime time in the capital city. Boy, I never thought I'd see I, I Look, man. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. This past two weeks has been emotional. You know what I'm saying? Because soon as they soon as they drop Jackson State head coach, bam. Prime time Dion to be next coach for Jackson State. And I found and I and I was like, it's kind of crazy. But then again, I was like, what is, I said, how could you meet with them, you know, especially with his son this senior year and them coaching and stuff, and they got games and stuff. How could that work? Yeah, yeah. And I and I look back at the game schedules this past, just for this season, right? Uh, Deion Sanders came down here before his, before the high school sports team he coached for came down here. So he was down here two to three days before the team came down here for the game that night. Okay. So, 
I'm guessing that he was just linked up with them at that time. Because, bro, that happened too quick. <laughs> it happened too quick. I was like, bro, I just know for a fact that he had to be talking to them ahead of time. Yeah. And so when I looked at that, I was like, yeah, he talked to them. Because my uh, found out he stayed a couple of days before the football team came. By the way, they lost their game, which I was shocked. Who they play against? They play MRA. Okay. Okay. But you know, but you know, I believe personally, I believe that they on steroids. But we ain't gonna go there. But still, I'm just happy to bring something positive, not only to the capital city, but to Mississippi as a whole. It's gonna shine. So not it's gonna shine so much for HBCU, but it's like it's gonna be crazy. Especially in then this time that we're going through right now. Like we need it. You know what I'm saying? We need these high end people to put back into like these into the coach. You know what I'm saying? I and I and he just and on top of that, his son just got an offer to Yes, sir. Boy, should better come to uh Jackson State. That's you got to say on it. Yeah, but. Alright, so let me go ahead and dive in. 5150 first. Okay. Like that. Just like that. Alright, man. What I was going to say is me and Sam, I don't even think we, we've been planning on like covering HBCU sports especially, but HBCU happiness and we've been meaning to talk about Bethune Cookman in Florida and them doing this way. So, I mean, but also around the same time, Bethune Cookman and when Bethune Cookman and Florida AM was joining this way, something that happened that a lot of people only talked about for maybe one day was Deion Sanders graduating from Tuskegee, Tuskegee University in Alabama. A, a prom, well, I, I was about to call it a prominent PWI. Well, they, it's a predominant, uh, predominant HBCU in Alabama. So he went back to school, got his bachelor's degree because, I mean, I guess he felt like he wanted to fulfill himself. But as time unfolded, it's obvious to see that he got the, of course he probably did it for fulfillment, going to Tuskegee University and then getting the degree. Even though it was a rest degree, he still got one, so that's all that matters. He already played for Florida, Florida State and got them so many millions of dollars. Honestly, they probably, they really in actuality owe, owe him a bachelor's degree. I don't give a fuck if he, if he didn't, uh, if he finished the year, year earlier or what. That motherfucker made them so much money in the, in the future. It didn't make no goddamn sense and, and in the past. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him that he got his, uh, that he's finally completed his education. But that also, a lot of people were speculating at that point, but I wasn't really paying it no mind that he could could have been potentially wanted to be a head coach because he was already coaching at his son's football football. He was already coaching his son's football team in Texas, but in order to become a Division One or not even Division One, a university or college football coach, you have to have some type of degree. They're not gonna let you not have that. And I feel like now I see the plan unfolding. He did. He got that degree, so he could be in a, so he could be qualified enough 
to get a head coaching position. And I believe he was already in talks with Jackson State when he graduated from Tuskegee to get the uh, head coaching position in Jackson State because, like you said, as soon after they uh, fired their head coach, he came in. And I think that's all Jackson State was waiting on. This summer was waiting on Deion Sanders to make that final trip to JSU and get that look around before he committed. And what was it, two-thirds? Yeah, like two Thursdays ago, he uh they announced it on JSU's official Twitter or all of their official social media websites that they had procured or secured the uh, primetime Sanders as head coach of the, of the football team. All right, now I want to get into, because this is basically going to be all sports, all HBCU sports at that. Now I'm going to get into, um, I'm going to ask you some questions, Sam, about this. How do you feel like this happening at the time it is, it being COVID and fall sports not happening in the sweat and they pushing it to the spring? How do you think that, what do you think that gives prime time in, as far as timing because they bring it, like I said, football back in the spring? Do you think he do you think he have enough time he has enough time to secure some good recruits even though we're not gonna downplay the recruits that Jackson State already has, but is he gonna be able to get a lot of good transfers on top of the roster that he already has? Is he gonna have time to kinda get the players behind him? Is he gonna have time to build the team up how he wants it? Is he gonna have time you know what I'm saying, just all that type of stuff. Is he gonna have time as a as an incoming coach? to really get his team together how he wants it to, how he wants well, to. First of all, we got to understand that this, personally to me, is not just about uh, coming from a football perspective as well. It's not just about football for the state, for the, for the city. I'm going to get into all that stuff. I'm asking, I'm asking you about the coach. We're going to get into all that. We're going to touch on all that. Also, we are, he already got people coming in. Like, the cornerback, he actually played a pro line. He just transferred back to his hometown. So, I mean, you know, I see people. What cornerback are you talking about? We got we to, uh, like, like, keep everybody in the know because a lot of people ain't been following like that. Uh, well, you ain't got to tell me his name if you don't remember. But where did he transfer from? Transfer from state. You got to let the people know, man. Everybody don't know what state is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Well, if people that don't know the podcast. State is what we call Mississippi State, and those are one that is one of the three PWIs that we have in Mississippi, and they are considered the big time schools as opposed to the other two HBCUs that we have, which is Alcorn and Jackson State. We got four HBCUs, oh. baby. Get it right. Oh yeah, so do Tougaloo, and what's the other one? The home Mississippi Valley. And Kahoma technically, so yeah, five, five. So, uh, so yeah, you know, we don't, um, it's, it's, it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be great. He already going after, he already went after his son, of course, that, you know, that was gonna happen. Uh, he went out, he went after, uh, a D line five star, uh, prospect, can't remember his name, but he has office from from Baylor, Virginia, Alabama. So he, he, he off, off the bat. I think he kind of too gung-ho right now because of the fact that he just bam, 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 giving his scholarships. Which he can afford to do with some of them. 
but not too many. He can't afford, the school can't afford to do that. He might be. Nah, with some of them, some of them you can just, hey, if they good enough, bam, scholarship. You can't do it with everybody, but if you, if, if you feel like you got a good enough chance, and they, and they feel like they got a good enough chance to come and start. But what about with timing, though? Because, man, this is the middle of fall. What about with timing on that? I feel, well, specifically with his his son and that D lineman, I feel like um, needed it at that time because they they are sought after. They, you know, they people want it, and I'm pretty sure they already been been offered those scholarships. No, so I'm talking about timing as far as him. The my initial question was like, do you think this is a good? Dude, not this is a good time. Of course, it's a good time. Do you think he'll have time enough to get the team ready for spring? That's my question. That's what I'm talking about when I say time. Of course, of course, he's gonna get the recruits. Oh, but. Well, of, of, of course, I'm gonna go into that, but I'm just saying, I don't think so now. I don't think it was a good time. I think it's a good time to push him in right now, but it's not a good time to like go and say. All right, bam! Everything's gonna be smooth, but no, it's not gonna work. This, he about to rebuild this whole, this whole system, and me and you both know, being football players ourselves, know it's not gonna just happen like bam, like that. He literally has what three months? He just signed. The ink ain't even dry yet. He so he just signed. And, and, they, and they expecting don't, I wouldn't expect too much from him in spring. Okay, okay. What you what you think about uh, it coming to? Do you think he'll be able to get the players and everybody rally rally behind him by that time? Do you think he'll be able? To, do you think he'll be? Do you think he'll be able to be, have be able to mold the team how he wants it to be by that time? I think I can. I think he can get the team to show promise by that time. Okay. It's not gonna be a hundred percent. It's it's just not. It's you know what I'm saying. I'm not trying to down his him as a coach. No, nah, no, nah, it's, it's it's timing, man. It's timing. He'll be yeah, different. yeah. You're right. And that's what I'm saying. So he he gonna as far as being like a beacon of hope in the system for the football system. He is. I feel like he a natural leader. So he's gonna he's gonna get them rallied up. But just realistically, it's gonna it's gonna take time. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, you know, don't you know? Just cause you put him in there, <laughs> everything ain't gonna. Just happen overnight, you know. All right. See, I feel. Uh, I guess I I gotta answer the question too. How I feel. Like everything you just said, you you touch you touch you touch the questions I wanted you to touch. My thing is, I feel kind of like you, man. It's like it, it's certain. That's why I ask, like especially the time he coming in. Now we have time to both the team because I, I I guess how to put it will be it's a good it's good timing because of everything that's happening in the world and it's also. It's also going to be more challenging as far as like football world is concerned, especially in the SWAC, because the SWAC basically completed they make a conference that they were trying to make. They might end up getting another team, but if they get another team, they're gonna to have to get another one 
to even it out so that'll be 14 but right now the SWAC is sitting at 12 12 teams in this conference making it on par it is the best conference by far in the FC, F, F, FCS competitively now and for those of y'all who don't know FCS is basically all the D, division 1 schools and and under that aren't with the FBS or aren't associated with the FBS so like anything other than like SEC, Big Tens, all the Power Five conferences, quote unquote. Even though the LCS still produced some of the best NFL talents, hell, fucking Carson Wentz went to goddamn San Diego State, or South Dakota State, or some shit like that, and he was just playing for a championship a couple championship a couple years ago. You still have HBCU players coming in and doing their thing all the time, so. That's a whole other topic about FCS versus FBS and why the FCS doesn't get as much as much screen time, especially on the big platforms, Fortune 500 companies like fucking ABC and NBC and all that stuff and Fox. But that's a whole other conversation. But as far as like this conference goes, and this getting into another question, but to answer my previous question, I will say Dion definitely got in at at a good time. As far as world world events is concerned, but as far as actual LCS sports world is concerned, because everybody did push their stuff back to the spring, he got he got into where he he in a good enough point to where he can actually start implementing some stuff as a real coach. Because if he would have came in in the middle of the fall, it would have been nothing he could have done to mold that team. Everything would have been done. He would just had to stick with the plays that the previous coach had. So now he, he's able to at least come in, implement his style of play. He has three months, really, probably three and a half, four months to get everything ready before that first game. So I think it, it should it should be promising. I'm, I want to see how it go. And like I said, with the swag, even in everything got with Fambio and Bethune Cookman, bringing two Florida teams into the swag is going to make everything way more competitive so now you're not only going to have you're going to have players want to come to Jackson State and going to have players want to go to Southern Alcorn and the, and you know, the all the thing. other swag schools because they're going to want to if they don't want to if they're not going to get offense by Jackson State I'll let you speak Sam in a minute but I got to get this point off it's a good one I ain't going to hold it but if you got if you got all the other players going to want to go to Jackson State the ones who not offer from Jackson State but still get offered from PWIs too. They gonna be like, well, fuck it. I want to be prime time. I want to say I be prime time. So you know what I'm saying. So they gonna go to the other FCS and HBCU schools too in the surrounding SWAC conference, and that's gonna make the SWAC more competitive because you're gonna have motherfuckers trying to beat prime time. You're gonna have motherfuckers trying to play for prime time. But go ahead, Sam. Man, I'm just really looking at how how everything went and how not only Dion himself set it up but how the SWAT set it up as well because you realize that now that they have you know we, we talked about it before we started uh, how they brought two new teams from the MIAC into the SWAT well now they can actually compete for like national championships and stuff now yeah and then on top and then on top of that bam bringing in Deion Sanders and then, you know, uh, it's a lot going on. And, and I, I didn't know how, how 
how serious he was about it. But I'm looking back on it now, um, when NFL was supposed to do the HBCU Combine, which was a major, major turning point for the NFL, I for them being culturally aware. They should have been. They should been had it though. If we been. Yeah, 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 yeah. They should have been had it. But because they do, they even have an LCS Combine. No, no. See, that's what they, I'm saying. They used to, you know, you know, they used to just have it on training days at the college itself. Yeah. But that being said, it, I feel like it was it was something great. It didn't have many players to come to show their talents, but it was a start. Dion was all for it. Dion was supposed to actually be there to help, uh, you know, coach him and stuff and get them to show their talents. But you know, COVID messed that up. <laughs> But uh, he 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 showed that he was really disappointed in how it turned out, and you know how it was already you know kind of late, you know, like yeah. Why 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 you just go on and do it and get them into the regular combine if that's what you really did want them to do? You could have just easily said, hey, bang, let's get these top HBCU players, which wasn't many, so you could have added them on to the regular combine. It's not that much. And then been like, bam, okay got y'all you know what I'm saying like why you know why wait so late yeah not only that if you really just take the top players out of FCS and FBS together you ain't gotta have a HBCU combine you, could, you just have the top players combine top collegiate players combine from all from all fucking entities and organizations and all this shit but nah mm-hmm. you, know, you know they like you know certain people of maybe let's say a lighter tone that are more culturally clueless that like keeping shit to themselves. They don't understand that you can actually do have one thing, have everybody compete regularly. Cause all the players, the players want my hell. I mean, there'll be some that be counted out, but hell, if you ain't the best, you know what time it is. This business. If you ain't the best, you're gonna have to get to the back. It don't matter what school you came from or none of that. This was for the best of the the absolute best, regardless of conference, regardless of all that stuff. This is for the absolute best. The organization, none of that don't even fucking matter. This is about the absolute best. That's how they could do it if they want to, but we already know what time it is when it comes to inclusion and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But um, it, it's a couple more questions I got on this. Do you have anything you want to ask, though? Sam, do you have anything you want to ask? I just, I want to, I, um, I, I don't know. What do you think is gonna happen next? Like, as far as prime time or the surrounding. As far as like HBCUs, period. Man, because I, I I feel like I feel I, like I said when the Swag invited them two teams over, that was a power move right there. And then you know getting prime time and then all these, and I understand you know especially with the situation going on, of course with. You know, uh, the police and all this justice reform and stuff like that. You got, you have seen a lot of uh, players look into HBCUs. You know what I'm saying? Just, uh, I need to tell you this real quick. Did you see the thing in Tennessee? He's a football player from Tennessee, and he was a victim of uh, police brutality. No, but he plays in Tennessee. And the coach was a coach was like how did you 
how you gonna get him for a suspended license? Now he had his license, right? His license, he already got his license. Yeah. But uh, but since he had an actual warrant out, cause he drove while having a suspended license, they still arrested. Him. And they called the coach, and he was like, he was like, this never happened. But as soon as I come down to Tennessee, this is the stuff that y'all do. So you know, I I feel like. That happened as well. Hold up, what? Did he, so was it police brutality? They get beat or something or what? Oh yeah, man, the dude had dislocated shoulder, trying so, to get him up. Uh, so it's actually brutality, him. huh? Yeah, it was basically in 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 neighborhood it is because naturally, what you think gonna happen if you just getting arrested and they ain't really telling you? So no, I was just I was just trying to make sure because I ain't I ain't want to like misspeaking. He he ain't get beat up or nothing, but wrong. Nah, he ain't big. get like beat up like beat to nah. Uh-uh. Right. What it did? I, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It was definitely a, an abuse of power for sure. Yeah. I got, I got what you're saying. About the police for for twelve. I if I was eleven years old, my birthday was tomorrow. I'd still enough to be twelve. You understand me? <laughs> but anyway, go ahead and ask your question, man. Oh, oh damn, you already did on Twitter. Your question was, what's the state of HBCUs? Okay. Hmm. That's a good one. I think about this. Like, what do like, you think going to happen next? Like, what do you think is next for this? After man, this? Honestly, HB, I see HBCUs, especially. I mean, there's so many HBCUs just like with PWIs. I don't Man, it's, it's so many of just like colleges in general that a lot of people don't even talk about. HBCU or PWR wise, I, I still feel like the HBCUs will see a, um, an increase in enrollment or people just giving thoughts about them for sure. Which is which is all we can really ask for. I mean, we can't make anybody go to an HBCU because that's like dicta- dictatorship type stuff. But as long as more as long as it's more eyes going or thinking about HBCUs especially at a time like this or even further on down the line because we can't just we can't just like what bride this momentum we gotta keep shit we gotta have this be a norm for people to consider HBCUs more when they're applying to colleges you know what I'm saying I think that's gonna be the norm after this but I wanna say for for especially people of color growing up in places like we grew up like in me being from Jackson, you being from Pittsburgh, but just Mississippi across the South, anywhere where there is, any state where there is HBCUs, that I want to say it's not it's not out of the norm for you to have an HBCU in mind to go to, especially if it's your hometown HBCU. That's first off. But I want to say hopefully it gets looks from other parts of the country because HBCUs, unlike PWIs, we're only kind of located in parts of the parts of the U.S. There's definitely no HBCUs in the, in the West. There's like maybe three or four in the uh, Midwest and up in the the East Coast you have you have some you have a good number on the East Coast but the South predominantly is where they are and a lot of people from the West and the Midwest and way up on the East Coast they don't really think about HBCUs like this so I think if we start getting more of just people in general looking at from all parts of the country, especially people of color, or people not of color, hell, because 
mean, anybody can go to an HBCU. I don't want people thinking that nobody can go to it. Actually, I, I, I had a conversation about somebody about this one day. They were, they were all up in arms. You know how people of less melanin tend to do. They were like, they always think black people at school just because of minority scholarship when most schools be having 20% black people. They, there's no possible way you can have 20% black people. All of them be on minority scholarship. Fiscally, the money-wise, they don't even make any sense. But anyway, I told I, I told them they la- they laughed at me too. They just showed that they were saying that from a place of ignorance and hate. But I told them, well, if you if money that if money that bad, you can go to uh, you can go to HBCU where you can get a minority scholarship. Technically, hell, if you want to, if you really want to, and if it's if it's really about money, you still want a good quality college education. But it just shows how how people think in their minds when they think of HBCU. And I get it from uh, I get it from people who look like us a lot as well. But I mean, hopefully, this what what all happens in the world, what all happening is in the world, and along with like news like the SWAC being. 12 being like a major conference in college football. I ain't even gonna say FCS no more, but in college football in general with the competition and stuff. Give it, give the FCS, give swag after this season, after this spring season, when spring fall come around, watch all eyes be on it. Because I was, I think I was telling you this the other day, and I'm just bringing sports back into it just because a lot of a lot of people go to schools based based off of sports anyway. Just look at LSU. They have record numbers and they damn near, they're not running out of space because they're going to accept everybody here because they want that money. But just look at what happened with LSU, record numbers, smashing all types of enrollment records at HB, at, uh, at LSU. You want to know why? Because they just won the college football championship. So sports does play a role and look at Alabama and how many people they get in annual enrollment. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, especially people of less melanin. I'm not saying that it, it comes with that territory, but especially people less milling it because they don't look at all the other options when it comes to culture and school or anything, heritage or anything like that. They just look at who winning, what sport is the best because mommy and daddy are able to pay and send them wherever they want to as long as they get in. But if they can't get in, they'll pay their way in. So that is something to think about. That is what usually happens. So I feel like the sweat coming together and playing this fall because even though well, Stone Cookman and hold up, but I get go ahead, but I uh, I'll make I'll make a point. I just had pop this breaking news. Okay, go apparently on. uh legendary uh running back for the Dallas Cowboys made a comment. Emmitt Smith was Emmitt Smith. Yep. Oh, okay, I just had to add the Migos ad lib in there one time. He said, "If you need a running back coach, I know a guy." Now, now let, let me tell you something. I feel like personally, that it's a couple of. Uh, what did Emma Smith go to school with? I I don't know, but hold up. Why you uh, looking at a limit? Hug. I'm gonna finish my little point. But my point was I was making is that. Well, to the podcast listeners, because I probably told this to Sam about seven times. But while he looking at where Emmitt Smith went to school, I, I just want to say that with more competition and more eyes on sports, 
is going to come with more enrollment. But not only that, I believe that the SWAC and HBCUs in general are going to get more fans next fall because in the spring, a lot of football fans be missing football in the spring. Now, the XFL, that's where they saw a lot of growth at because they had a spring season. But the XFL had went bankrupt and out of the rock the rock and his friends them bottom so but other than that there's no guarantee that there will be football in the spring so with the swag and hbcus having football in the spring the major tv stations that have football assist obsessed fans especially predominantly in the south will find a way to watch some football if it's football on that tv they're gonna watch it so, if the HBCUs are playing football in the spring, there are going to be faces that, our pairs of eyes, six eyes that are watching HBCU, HBCU football players and football games that are not they have never watched them a day in their life and have not thought about them just because they want to get their football fixed and they they're going to see that football is on TV and they're going to at least check it out. You know what I'm saying? So coming in to next fall you're gonna have people okay it's gonna be the big power five conference is gonna be playing again everything's gonna be a little bit closer to like how normal used to look but then you're gonna have a lot of people when the hbcus are playing they're gonna be like hey i watched them play last spring and they had a really good team or they played really good or i like the way they band sounds or whatever the case may be and they're gonna say, hey, while this game, while this game is about to come on, I'm about to check in and tune into this game. And then that slowly is gonna build up and they're gonna have more and more fans because you're gonna build a fandom of people who just love sports and they might get a they might get an itch of the college HBC, the HBCU or SWAT rivalries when it comes to bands. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like it's gonna be all that. All that the stuff that where PWI is lacking on is some this season by trying to make they make that make those poor unfortunate players play during in the middle of a pandemic right in the height of it while nothing has slowed down it's gonna come back to bite them because they're gonna they're gonna they're not gonna lose fans but they're gonna introduce a lot of their diehard fans into some into something else during the spring that's what I gotta say on that Still trying to look up where Emmy Smith and where Emmy Smith went to school. Actually, no, I actually did find where he went to school. He went to, uh, he went to the University of Florida. Okay, did he graduate? No. Huh? Did he graduate? It says he did. Okay. Hey, talk to the people for me, Sam. I'm about to go get my charger. Alright, so let's see. Um, Emmy Smith did go to. All right. I'm gonna say this one thing though. I feel like with all these, uh, all everything that's going on right now, especially in the world against uh, our race specifically, I feel like it's time to put back into the HBCUs because the HBCUs are basically hanging on by a thread anyway, especially with the funding. <laughs> uh, I'm back, I'm back. What you were talk, talking about? I was, uh, I, was, I was talking about um, how 
this time, especially with everything that's going on to put back into HBCUs. Hello, you said what? And on top of it, I said it's time to put back into our HBCUs because they've been hanging on by a thread and getting money from their state. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, stuff is like that is going to help HBCUs a whole lot. Just like me and you was talking about them getting their own Which HBCU was that that uh, people didn't want to go to? Alcorn. Alcorn University. Yep. Sure was. It's not Alcorn. It's Alcorn. Alcorn University. Yeah. You know how they say. You know, people don't understand what it is. They say Alcorn. Now it's Alcorn. Man, I'm yeah, people who ain't from around here. Yeah. Man, shoot, man. I hate that it's dropped out right there. I'm- I don't know if it picked up me dropping out of wood, but I'm gonna go back and make sure technical difficulties. Yeah, because I, I had I had called you name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we only do one taste. It, it's still recording, so we ain't stop recording yet. Hey, yeah, I just gonna have to deal with that. I'm gonna see how I'm gonna see how it sounds, but y'all gonna just gonna have to deal with that, fans. I ain't gonna hold you. We hey, you on everything, but shoot, man, you got anything else you want to talk about, man? Cause this, I seem like we touched on everything, man. Yeah. Unless you want to talk on BC and uh, fam, you coming in the, this way. Since we ain't talking on that in a minute. Boy, that's going to that's gonna be beautiful. Yeah, that's going to be beautiful. And see, this see this thing about Rip Toe ain't believe me at first. Because he was like, man, ain't nobody finna do this. How they going to do this? I ain't going to lie. I tell, I tell, the, five, I tell the five listeners lots. I told them that. That FAMU and Bethune Cookie was gonna move to the swag because FAMU and Bethune Cookie. They actually, 
Yeah, because they actually like in, in Florida, like they not on the outskirts. Yeah. I would tell, I would tell them they weren't gonna do it because it didn't make sense because they were too far out of the way. I did say that, but they did it. They did. He got me on that. One. Sure did, I, I showed told me it ain't make no sense. I said, man, that don't make no sense. They, I was, they so far out the way, it gonna cost me one to get in there. But apparently they, apparently they, they did the make numbers crunching. Yeah. And it'll bring a lot more eyes. It'll, it, it'll complete a conference because the MEAC is down to what, like five or six schools, something like that now? Six. Six, yeah. So man, they, they complete a whole conference by leaving that conference. So I mean, they but they see, did what was right for them. Now the media can move these two teams up. You yep. know what I'm so really and truthfully, it's not. It's it's pretty much a win-win. True, true. True, true. Man, shoot. Other than that, you got anything else you want to say about any topics, man? Nah, man, that's pretty much it, man. Shoot, all right, man. Before we get up out of here, man, I, I just like to say to y'all, is the census is so important, bro. Me and Sam both work for the census. Believe it or not, man. Make sure y'all fill out y'all census for wherever y'all stand on April 1st, 2020, so you can get proper funding for wherever you're living at that time, just to make sure your community is represented. And not only that, but man, buckle up. Look, look, be safe out here, man. Yeah, and then also I want to add with the man, make sure that you understand that, yeah, it's the government trying to get information, but you giving us anything like your name or something like that, you, you're you not giving us anything that the government doesn't already have. <laughs> okay. no, not only that, I ain't going to hold you. Y'all. Yeah. It's information that we that the government needs. Even if the government doesn't use it correctly, you'll still have proof of the us as people who work for the census will still have proof it was that it was this amount of people living here and they were of this ethnicity, they were of this minority, you know what I'm saying? I, I misspoke I meant to say ethnicity, but y'all know what I'm saying. But basically we'll be even if the government misappropriates the fund, we'll be able to know that because the census will successfully complete it. And we need that we need to make sure that even if they try to fuck up the numbers, do whatever the fuck they wanna to want to, they want to will we'll be able to take their ass to Supreme Court and attempt it some type of justice. But not only that, even on the state level, even in your own city, if everything is handled correctly you will get the proper funding that you need. We don't want we don't need enough enough another case like Jackson, Mississippi way back when or Detroit way back when ten years ago that they didn't get the proper amount of funding that they needed for schools and be rebuild roads and all that other stuff because people were too fucking ignorant to not fill out the census. When when the fucking mayors and local governments tried to, but people were just too fucking stupid to not fill it out. We're not calling you stupid if you don't want to feel it out, but bro, if you're going to complain about your city and they're not putting money into it, the least you can do is attempt. Hey, what the fuck? Like Sam said, they already got the information anyway. They're just trying to make sure that you're still living at their address. That's all we're asking for, man. Because we sure don't want to get no complaining for the next 10 years talking about Mississippi ain't got this or that. Yeah, especially when you get to do something to help. But anything else you got to say, man? You want to tell the people where to follow you on? 
Don't follow me on Trayvon underscore 97. You can also follow me on Twitter at SamuelReed29. You can even follow me on Snapchat at SamuelReed76. Whatever you want to follow me, just pick one or pick all three. Just follow me. Yeah, man, y'all already know what time it is. Zoe ain't up in here, but I'm going to go ahead and plug his IG in the way. His IG is Zoe knows zero for the O's. So, and that's Zoe knows with the nose K-N-O-W-S, but with the zeros for the O's. So Z, well, I, I ain't got to explain to y'all at that point, but y'all know what it is. And mine is space dash, space dash rooster, R-O-O-S-T-A rooster on Snapchat. And... That's it, man. Stay safe, man. Buckle up. Peace.